fruitfulness for the Christian is centered on the glory of God. Giving glory to God. That whatsoever you do, it results in the glory of God. Even the words of your mouth result in the glory of God. Your eating and drinking, your conversations result in the glory of God. Your decisions, your thinking, your mentality, your imaginations result in the glory of God. So if you are blessed with money, material wealth of many natural children, and if all these things bring glory to God, then you are fruitful in the Lord. Yes, be blessed with material wealth. You're blessed with many children. You're blessed with things, material things. If those things give glory to God, then you are fruitful in the Lord. If those things don't give glory to God, then you are not fruitful in the Lord. Remember the parable, actually more of a story actually, not a parable, of the story of a rich man. I believe this was actually a rich man that Jesus knew. In fact, the man that came to him that said, no, have my brother share the inheritance with me. Because my brother won't share the inheritance with me. That man that Jesus told about a story of a man who was rich. He was actually telling him about his own father. His own particular father who just died. He was telling him about the story of his father. That's how his father lived. His father became rich. But he didn't give glory to God. Arrogated everything to himself. And all of a sudden, he died because God said, this is the end of your life. So when we are rich materially, have money or whatever it is, and whatever it is we have does not give glory to God, then we are not fruitful in the Lord. We are not profitable to the Lord. Mm. Meaning, his investment in us is not yielding profit. We are wasting his resources. May you not waste divine resources in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you don't have money, if you don't have material wealth, if you don't have children, can you still be fruitful in the Lord? Yes. Or let's say it this other way. Can you be fruitful in the Lord without money, without material wealth, without your own blood-born physical children? Yes, indeed. Now, we have some questions. Was Jesus fruitful? We can all say, yes, Jesus was fruitful. Now, before you answer that question, let's consider the preceding questions. Was Jesus monetarily or materially wealthy? Ah, maybe you talk back and forth on that. Ah, was he wealthy? Was he married? Ah, no. Did he have um, physical, natural children? No, no. So Jesus was not married. Jesus didn't have physical, natural children. So how can we say that Jesus was fruitful? Was Jesus fruitful? Was Jesus successful? Was Jesus productive? Was he useful? Was he prosperous? Yes, indeed. How do we know that? How can we say that? Let's listen to what he himself said. John 19, 28 to 30. John 19, 28 to 30. After this, Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished. This was where? This was on the cross. This was on the cross. And remember what did he say about if a grain of wheat does not fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. 
that when he dies, he brings forth much fruit. Then he says, the son of God, as soon as the son of God is lifted up, he will draw all men unto himself. Now, this is Jesus being lifted up. This is Jesus as a seed falling to the ground and dying and being buried in the ground. This is Jesus on the cross being lifted up and he said he will draw all men unto himself when he's lifted up. Now Jesus is saying this in John 19, 28 to 30. After this, Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on high soap and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Now, there's some key words here, or key phrases, or sentences, you may call them phrases, words. All things were now accomplished. All things were now accomplished. And the next one is fulfilled, fulfilled. And the next one is, it is finished. Now, what do you say about those? All things were now accomplished, fulfilled, finished. If you say that, what, what, what do you mean? It's like, I'm successful. What I came for is done. I'm successful. Remember, to be fruitful means to be successful. So Jesus here is saying, I am fruitful. I am successful. I'm accomplished. I'm fulfilled. The purpose of God for calling, choosing, and, and commissioning him had been accomplished. He had done his part, his own part, in being submissive and obedient all the way. All the way, all for the glory of the Father. Now the rest is left for the Father to do. He has done his part in submitting, in obedience. So he says, what I came for is done. My part is done. To give my life, to give my life is done. I'm successful with it. Now glorify yourself, Lord. Glorify yourself, my Father. So he said, it is finished. This was before he was raised from the dead. And won't you say, why don't you wait till that, till that time when you are raised from the dead? No. Because once you do your part, there's nothing more you can do. You'll say, praise God, because I'm successful what God has given me. What God, the purpose for which God sent me, the purpose for which God brought me to life is accomplished. Once you do your part, you can be sure that God will do his part. Jesus was sure that God will do his part. His father would do his part. He had no worry about that. So he said, it is finished. If you will do your part, if you will be obedient, your multiplication, your fruitfulness is guaranteed. In the name of Jesus. May you be fruitful. May you be accomplished. May you be fulfilled. May you be satisfied. May you be happy. May you be content. In the name of Jesus. Be content. But don't be complacent. And don't be covetous. Be content. Don't be complacent. Don't be covetous. Be content, be happy, be satisfied, be fulfilled. Amen. Again, fruitfulness is not about money. It's not about material things. It's not about having many children. 
Fruitfulness for the Christian is centered on the glory of God, giving glory to God. Now, the same question that we asked about Jesus, if he was fruitful, we can ask about the Apostle Paul. Same questions. So, was Apostle Paul monetarily or materially wealthy? No, I don't think so. Was he married? You can argue back and forth on that. Was he married? Seems as if he was married. But at a point, he was no longer married. What happened? Did his wife die or something? And he said, I choose to remain like this. Did he have children? He never mentioned that he had any physical, natural children. But was he fruitful? Did he have children? He did have many children. Amen. He did have many children. Did Jesus have children? Yes. I'm one of them. Amen. So was Apostle Paul fruitful? Yes, indeed. But how can we know that? Just the same thing we ask of Jesus. How can we know that that he, he was fruitful? How was Jesus fruitful? And we went through that scripture where Jesus said, it is finished. I've accomplished. I've been successful. It's like, My degree is done. What I came into the university to do is done. I'm done. I'm graduating. I've graduated. My coursework is done. Amen. So how can we say or how do we know that Apostle Paul was fruitful? Again, the key thing that we are looking at here is that you don't have to be rich to be fruitful. You don't have to be materially rich, but you got to be spiritually rich to be fruitful. You don't have to have physical children to say, oh, I'm fruitful or I'm not fruitful. No, 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 no. You don't have to have physical children to have children. Amen. May the Lord open our eyes and give us understanding in the name of Jesus. So how do we know that Apostle Paul was fruitful? How can we say that he was fruitful? Let's listen to what he himself said. 2 Timothy 4 6 to 8. Second Timothy 4, 6 to 8. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally, there's laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, And not to me only, but also to all those who love is appearing. Wow, that sounds very much like what Jesus said on the cross. Oh, may we be able to say this. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, may we be able to say this. Hallelujah, hallelujah, may we be able to say this, whether on this side physically, on the other side, we are able to say it. And we hear the voice of the Lord say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the kingdom of your father. In the name of Jesus. Paul, the apostle, said, I am being poured out as a drink offering. Meaning I'm giving everything. I'm investing everything. My breath, my life. I've given out everything. The time of my departure, I'm about to be translated. I've fought the good fight. I've fought the good fight. I don't know what kind of fight you are involved in. I hope it's a good fight. There's a bad fight, there's a good fight. Just like we saw with um, Joshua. The Lord said to him, you will make your way prosperous and you have good success. 
So there is good success and there is bad success. There is good fight, a good fight, and a bad fight. May you be involved in a good fight. In the name of Jesus, may you have good success. In the name of Jesus.